Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. should have been we should have been squashed like a bunch of bugs because we're horrible creatures but he loves us and in his mercy we're not consumed but instead we're promised restoration we're promised that we will become more than we are when you look back on your life is there anything you see that should have gone really bad for you but didn't like you could have been maimed for life or even dead, but you're not. Pastor Robert reminds you in today's message that because of your sins, you deserve death. But because God's merciful, he gives you life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 as he continues his message, Heirs of God. Some of the Corinthian Christians were guilty of those same behaviors. He says, such were some of you. But what happened? God intervened. God intervened. You know, one of the most wonderful things about the gospel, what the gospel tells us is that it's impossible for you and me to actually know God without divine intervention. In other words, you can't climb your way up. You know, we are inundated with the message that it's possible for you and me to achieve enlightenment. Achieve enlightenment. But the Bible says no. It's not possible. You're dead spiritually. You cannot undie. You you can't do that by yourself. You need divine intervention. See, this this is such a beautiful thing. These people, these Corinthian Christians, were guilty of these. This is what marked their lives, but they were washed. God intervened. They were sanctified. They were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Now, this is a clear and concise description of what happens to a person when they turn to the Lord Jesus in faith, and he saves them from their sin. Number one, they're washed. The the person is washed. 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. Now, but what does it mean to confess our sins if we confess our sins? You know, the Catholic Church, and I guess it's not, not just the Catholic Church, but the Catholic Church teaches Or at least, let me reframe that, because I did hear a priest do a really good job of explaining it biblically one time. But most Catholics seem to believe that all you need to do is is show up 
and say to the priest within that little confessional, I did this, I did this, I did this, and I did this. And then he will say to you, okay, so you need to now do this, this, and this, and you're good to go. And and again, one of the cops said to me one time, listen, I don't worry about it. I'll just go to confession tomorrow. And I'm like, bro, I think you kind of may be misunderstanding what that means. The whole concept behind confession, biblically, what God means, what 1 John 1, 9 means is that, that you come into agreement with God about it. You confess your sin, meaning you say to him, oh, I, I know, I know, I, des- I deserve to die. I deserve hell because of that. Please forgive me. It's like King David when he came to grips with what he had done with Bathsheba. Some of you know the story. Some of you may not. But when King David came to grips with his own sin, and he cried out to God, please don't take your Holy Spirit from me. He realized the gravity of his guilt and that he deserved to be rejected by God. And so he was crying out for mercy. See, that's, that's kind of the heart. If we confess, if we come into agreement with God, see, the, the Son of God offered himself on the cross as a, a willing substitute for you and me. He paid the full penalty for, for all of our sins. His blood, his shed blood cleanses us. But we need to come into agreement with him. The gravity of that. It couldn't happen any other way. In the garden, you know, but prior to his trial, you know, the night before his trial, Jesus was crying out there in the garden of Gethsemane, Father, if there's any other way. There was no other way. And so he was, he was crucified because of that thing that you excuse, because of that thing that you dismiss as, ah, it's not that big a deal. Well, apparently it's that big a deal. Jesus was tortured to death because of that thing that we minimize. And so when we we come into agreement with him about it, Christ's substitutionary death is applied, and it sanctifies us. In other words, it separates us from, from everybody else who still is rejecting him. He calls us out from among them to be separate, to enjoy his presence. And and the only perfectly just judge then declares you to be righteous. He justifies you because of the fact that the the payment has been made. It's like, okay, it's like saying to the criminal, your time has been served, only more. Because it's as if the crimes now were never committed in the first place. And then the Spirit of God does what only he can do. He imparts to you spiritual life. He enters and inhabits your physical body. If the Spirit of Christ, if if the Spirit of God dwells within you, well, then you're already a part of the kingdom of heaven. He has given you life by joining himself to you and beginning that transformation process within you, making you a child of God. No longer a child of wrath, 
as Paul wrote to the Romans, but now a child of God, a member of God's family. And that's why 1 Corinthians 6 speaks to us here of an inheritance, the inheriting the kingdom of God. Now, now this brings me to the, the first of the three observations that I want to give you from our text today, the three main observations. Number one, citizenship in the kingdom of God is inherited it's inherited. It's not automatically granted. You know, a lot of people think that it's just he, he made me. I'm his. So, yeah, I'm going to heaven. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a horrible person. The problem is that we can't see ourselves from God's perspective. It's another one. King David, he got that finally, you know. He was, at one point, he realized, wait a minute, and compared to the perfect beauty and wonder of God, I must look like a little maggot crawling out of a dead carcass. He wrote that in the Psalms, by the way. Paraphrased it a little bit. He's like, I'm just a worm. Why do you even notice me? Because he loves us. It's inexplicable, but he loves us. And that's what all of this is about. See, some folks think God owes everybody citizenship. He doesn't owe anybody anything, but he loves us. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, the prophet Jeremiah wrote, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. See, he realized that what should happen, what should happen is that humanity should have been, we should have been squashed like a bunch of bugs. Because we're horrible creatures. But he loves us. And in his mercy, we're not consumed. But instead, we're promised restoration. We're promised that we will become more than we are. If we cooperate, if we just surrender ourselves to his love. His love is the main thing. so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more teachings from the book of 1 Corinthians, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. 
Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach in the About tab on our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all the time we have for today, but please join us again next time right here on Main Thing Radio. 